Hello. Hello, everyone. Believe in Bama back. We took a little took a little hiatus last week. I uh, had strep throat. DJ's got a lot going on scheduling wise. We're some busy people and I was not feeling my best following the Iron Bowl. Uh, so we are back and we can talk about the Iron Bowl. The state of Alabama uh, bleeds crimson once again. Alabama getting another Iron Bowl win. DJ, uh, I was at the game, so I got to see, obviously, a lot of it from the sidelines and everything like that. But from someone watching at home, you know, what were you what were you feeling watching the Iron Bowl this year? I think, I think it, it, was, it was a tight game. You know, I think it was an electrifying game. I, I watched those guys, I watched those offenses go back and forth, back and forth the whole time. You know, they they – the Arkansas played a, a great, solid offense. I think they, they, they had a great offense, offensive game plan. And they did a lot of RPOs that scored. You know, the defense, the defense, the defense, defense uh, did a good job too. But I mean, when you play against the Crimson Tide, you got to expect we're going we're gonna to bring our best all, all the time. And I, Always. I they, they had passing touchdown. Russian had, had a couple little uh, passing PDs. Uh, we 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 had a good little solid rushing attack, and that and that's kind of set the tone for the game. Um, I I was very very pleased about the performance that that they put on. I was too, and you know, I think the the final score of the game might not have reflected how close it could have been at some points in the game, but. I was very impressed with, you know, we've said it a lot specifically about the defense needing to get stops to have that, you know, momentum shift in games where it matters. But with this game specifically, there were several, you know, key moments where that momentum just completely shifted to Alabama, you know, Auburn uh, fumbling and Alabama recovering and getting Alabama's offense right back out on the field after scoring a touchdown. That's a huge momentum shift. And then I got to, I got to shout out my guy, Neyland Hibbett, um on the special teams unit getting the the messed up um you know punt return by Auburn uh he's from North Alabama he's from one of the the high schools around here that I get to cover mm-hmm. so you know watching him make a big because you know he's the long snapper he doesn't we, we don't really see him make a whole lot of a whole lot of game changing plays and everything so getting to see Neeland my guy I was like a proud mom I was like I was filming it so I'm a camera so I couldn't like really like freak out or whatever I was like oh go Neeland I was like that's so exciting <laughs> but it's just like something like that you know another huge momentum shift and what did Alabama do once again following that momentum shift if they scored a touchdown. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of the, a lot of it was just, you know, being in Bryant Denny Stadium and having the the home field advantage, but just having those those momentum shifts and those momentum swings to really uh, get get the game, you know, back on track for Alabama, not back on track. Cause it was never necessarily like off the rails, but right. you know, Auburn scores first in that game. And when you, when you don't see Alabama score first, you see Auburn score first and go up seven, nothing. Obviously the final score uh, does not indicate that that ended up being a problem, but you know, right. when you first see that you're like, oh, okay. Like, 
like Robbie Ashford and uh, Cadillac Williams came to play today. Like they can obviously, which, and we knew they were going to, you know, we've said this time and time again, Auburn, not only a good program, but when you're playing Alabama, whether no matter who you are, but especially when it's your biggest rivalry, we're going to get their get best game plan. We're going to get the best that Auburn has to offer. And I think you, I think you're definitely correct. I think Auburn did have a great offensive game plan for the game. And I think they played uh, a good game, a hard fought game, especially, you know, given the circumstances that they had going on down in their program and everything. Um, this just being one of Cadillac Williams performances as interim head coach. Um, but I think that Auburn played well, but Alabama obviously, obviously played a little better, played a little better, had some momentum swings go their way and everything, which obviously I was happy to see. Um, and definitely uh, a fun game. It ended up raining on us <laughs> near the end of it, but uh, you know what? We'll, we'll survive. Um, and the end of that game, you know, this was my first Iron Bowl that I got to cover in Bryant Denny for work. You know, mm. I've been to the Iron Bowls in Bryant Denny, but all the ones that I've covered so far, 2019 was in Auburn. Uh, we didn't go to 2020 because of COVID. And then 2021 was obviously in Auburn. So this was my first time being back in Tuscaloosa and the end of that game. Uh, it was really kind of a surreal feeling to look around and, it, you know, it's still, it's raining and Alabama's up big, but the, the student section was still full. Everyone was still rowdy oh, and it was, oh yeah, they it was you know, it was refreshing to see because we've heard Saban complain so many times and I don't blame him about, you know, students leaving uh, when we're up big, you know, it's 49, nothing at halftime and the students are leaving and we don't have that support, but you can best bet when when Auburn's coming to town, it doesn't matter how much you're up by because everyone wants to see uh, that in-state rivalry showdown and that beatdown and that kind of stuff. So it was really great to kind of see the atmosphere in Bryant-Denny uh, stay for the whole four quarters like, you know, the players and the coaching staff actually have to do every time. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, they, yeah, it was, a, it was a great game. I mean, I wish I was there. It's not, it's not, it's not like you had a good time during that It was game. a good time. Shoot. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, after watching those guys, I mean, they, they, I think, I think it's pretty cool that see a former player to go play, be a head coach at, la, at the last minute. I think that's what says a lot about Cadillac Weaves. I mean, he, he, mm -hmm. he was great back in the day, him and uh, Ronnie Brown, actually. It's crazy yes. because Ronnie Brown was my teammate back in the Chargers back in the day. So it was, it was, it was, they called him, called him the, the, the little tandem. Kelly Wills and Ronnie <laughs> Brown, you, you you got power, you got finesse, you know. Yes. But um, but I think it was great to see him coach, to see mm -hmm. to see what, what he taught, taught taught the players. I seen the way that running game was was for Auburn. Um, it, it was darn near almost unstoppable. They had a running, I mean, a great game plan for running the ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now now they did have a few takeaways with that a fumble. Um I mean during that time, but I mean they they, they could have controlled control that that whole game. I, I have to give it to him for, for him coaching them the way he did. Yeah, solid run game. Now if I ever want a run game coordinator, I, I definitely will, will, will actually want him now. Yes. Um he was a great he did really good. They they ran the ball very effectively. The QB mm -hmm. they had a lot a, a lot of QB runs. I mean that that first T D was a QB run. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I always say that you know, you know, Alabama, we always always, always had trouble with scrambling quarterbacks. I don't know what it is that it, it till this day it's always I, I, I always have been been like that. But I will say eventually they got they contained them. Mm 
the, the defense stepped up, contained them. Um, they had a few little, little plays here and there, but I mean, eventually the, the tone started to get set midway through the like second half, and mm-hmm. they just got they, they just got better and better. And um, I would say uh, um, on Alabama, they, they show they show what they what they can do. I mean, I was really hopeful um, for them to get in the playoffs through a side note because I mean, they, a, a lot of things started started to go in. We'll way. get to it. We'll and get I'm, to it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was looking forward to it. I said, yeah, I said, this team right here is a lot is a, is a lot different. You know, but um, I think I think it was just for those guys, like I was saying, they, they were playing for something. They, mm-hmm. like, like we were talking about last week, the, the week before, when they played uh, P, the, the P team, uh, they were playing for something. And then mm-hmm. they made their mark right um, the, the other week playing, playing the, um, the, Army, the Auburn game. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're but, fine. Um, uh, I, I get all, all a little, little bit passionate about what I'm talking about, you know. But uh, I think I think those guys they they they've done a great job. I mean, they were basically just watching the game. Mm-hmm. I think you're totally right about a Cadillac Williams, and you know, again, yeah. If I need a run game coordinator, I, I'm calling him, especially if you've got a a quarterback like Robbie Ashford that is able to run like that, and that's um, you know. Robbie, an incredible quarterback in general, but just the end of that game, again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of taking it all in and everything. Alabama gets their third straight iron bowl win. you know, the fans are still there and everything. And some, a moment that I was just very impressed with uh, Robbie, probably the moment I was most impressed with him the whole day that was after the game ended, you know, he, he stayed out on the field and he, while Bryce was, while Saban and Bryce were doing their CBS interviews, you know, he, he hung back because he wanted to make sure that he had a conversation with coach Saban, you know, congratulating him on the win and saying, you know, good job, good, good luck the rest of the season. And then did the same with Bryce, you know, he just stood there uh, just hanging out, hugging, hugging guys and dapping up guys as they walked by and everything. Uh, but just waiting because he wanted the chance to have a conversation with Bryce, you know, and as, as the quarterback that you wish you were doing that post game interview, you wish you were on the other side of that uh, to, to wait and to probably talk with Bryce for the last time for Robbie in an Alabama uniform, you know, to have that opportunity um, to watch him just kind of wait to have that conversation and just then just kind of see the two of them come together and be like, Hey, great game, man, you know, and all of that, which we see with all the players. I was very impressed with, you know, Robbie's just performance after the game was even over. Cause just to see the respect that the two of them, Robbie and Bryce, and then the respect that Robbie and Saban have for each other to see that unfold was really, was really great and really special. So a huge props to Auburn's quarterback. And then as soon as Bryce left that exchange, he was going to leave the field. And that's when, you know, he gets a standing ovation from the student section and all the fans still in the stadium because he's more than likely leaving the field uh, in Bryant Denny for the last time as an Alabama player. And you could see him. uh, One of my friends who's one of the photographers at one of the stations down in Birmingham, he just got this incredible video of Bryce, you know, running off and everything. And you can just see him. I think like, and I didn't see Will when he was leaving, but I feel like it was probably similar. I like you see Bryce kind of, I think it clicks in his head that this, you know, this, this could be it. This could be his last 
home game and Brian Denny and you see him like trying to hold back the tears, like getting emotional. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's like, I can't do that today. And I'm like, oh, why are they cheering? And then you see that Bryce, they're showing Bryce up on the big screen like running off the field and I was like oh no it's like my heart can't <laughs> handle that today like I was like I'm happy about the win I cannot do that today but you know the to, to go out with your last game your last home game in Bryant-Denny Stadium more than likely for uh, Bryce Young and Will Anderson it, 100% you're correct in saying you know they were all playing for something else but you know those guys uh, they've given so much to the program and they wanted, to, you know, Will said afterwards in his press conference, he's, he's like, well, I've gone three and zero against Auburn. Like, and that's that. And we've talked about it before and people talk about it every year. Like that's important, you know, playing at Alabama, you want to win sec and national championships, but beating Auburn a big deal. So for those guys to be able to go three and zero against their biggest rivals, uh, that's, obviously something huge that they were playing for. And it was just such a, such a great special moment to kind of see, see them realize that like, Oh, wow, we did it. <laughs> like, and this could be it. But unfortunately more than likely our last home game that we're going to see with Bryce young and Will Anderson, assuming uh, the two of them go off to the NFL, which everyone is obviously right. expecting them to do. <laughs> I would be, right. I think everyone would be very surprised if they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think I think Bryce is definitely going. I mean, he he's already projected on the high board right now as a, as a first round. First round could be number one overall pick, probably. Knowing him, um, I think I, I think that it, that's why I said these games are very important for each each, each of those players. I mean, that, and, and you're right. Those those Iron Bowl games are very very important. Um, because people, I, I mean, for the state, you get to brag. Get the brag for the whole state for three hundred ways, sixty-five days to that uh, game that hit you. Uh, um, uh, coming game, so I mean those backgrounds are very important. Um, I know um, when a, a while ago when I was there, Coach Cochran, Coach Cochran, I don't know, prepare for sure you're familiar with Coach Cochran. Of Cochran's. course. Um, we played. Uh, we we, we played a time when they when when they had camp, Arbor had camp duty, and we remember. Uh, right now, I'm three and one. Uh, three and one against Arbor because of, of Cam Newton when came in. We had a score, I think it was 20, 24, 27, something, something like that. And it made us remember how hard we worked to get to where we to get to where we are right now. And after that, we started winning back to back. Um, I think I think so I think so I think it's very important for that. Um 100%. especially when it be when it's your last game to play, Brian Denny. Oh you yeah. Do, you do you do tear up, man. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you do what you got to do. And I think I remember, you know, coming out there, I can't remember what, like how much time was left into the game, but it was sometime in the fourth quarter and Alabama significantly ahead. And I'm kind of like, uh, you, you heard someone in the stands be like, why, why are Bryce, why are Bryce and Will still in the game? Like, why is Bryce, why is Bryce still in the game? Why is he still playing? And I'm like, like, cause he wants to, you know, like this, those could be it for him. Um, so to get that win and to have that moment for them, of course, very special playing uh, for a win in the Iron Bowl. Very important for bragging rights. But Alabama, of course, also playing for a win in the hopes of boosting that college football playoff resume. And as we know now, Alabama coming in fifth in the nation, getting a spot in the Sugar Bowl, just barely missing out on the college football playoff. 
Um, right. I know that when you were playing at Alabama, it was a different format. We didn't have the college football playoff and that's right. not how this worked, but I would just love to hear your thoughts, you know, cause there's obviously, and I've had to talk about it for, you know, the past week and a half or so, there's obviously a lot of, a lot of people that say Alabama should have been in. And a lot of people that say, why the heck would we put Alabama in? Why in the world do they deserve to be in the playoff? And I would just love to hear your thoughts on uh, the top four. And if you, you know, going into those playoff rankings, did you think Alabama was going to, did you think they were going to sneak in? I, I think, I think we had, we had a chance for that. But I mean, a, a lot of circumstances, had, a, a lot of teams had, like, had to lose. I mean, at first, I think we had two losses for certain teams and, and Bama had a uh, 25% chance after that. But, you know, I think, and I think Georgia played play t- Tennessee, for the SEC championship, if I'm mistaken. So Georgia, yeah. So Georgia beat Tennessee for right. SEC what to get right. to the SEC championship, right? Right. Yeah. Right, so Tennessee right. lost to Georgia. Um, so and then, so yeah. it, it's so it's like it was like if they got in, it would be a miracle if they got in. Now, do they deserve to play? I mean, any team deserves deserve to play with two losses. I mean, they're playing against a we're in a harder conference. I still believe that. Now, now, for them to go into the playoffs and, and these other teams are undefeated and they don't all have one loss team, so I think it was, I'm, I'm like, I would love Alabama to be in that lineup, but those teams also deserve to be there as well. They work just as hard to get there. Now, I'm always an Alabama fan, but I look at the stats, I look at the, the, the score and the score of points, I look at um, the performance. And, and, and sometimes it's based on points to get in. Mm-hmm. So I mean, could that could that guy should have got in? I think they 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 should have made maybe be out one team get in there. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, especially, especially nowadays with the playoffs. Yeah, and just I mean, I don't I don't want to be on the playoff committee. I don't want to have that job um, because obviously it's a very difficult one. I said, you know, I thought that if TCU had gone into that Big Twelve championship and they had lost by like twenty. I think the the end result for this would have been a lot different. But as soon as TCU took it to overtime, I was like, ah, mm-hmm. there it is. I was just like, yeah, as soon as they take whether they win or lose, as soon as it's, you know, a hard fought game, they take it to overtime. Because of course they're not right. they're playing they're not playing a nobody. They're playing who's now the number nine team in the nation who we're gonna go up against Kansas State. So it's not like they're, you know, losing in the championship to someone who's not even ranked or something like that. So right. as soon as they took it to overtime. Time, I was like, this is this is how this is gonna go because it's tough with you. You think about all the different things that goes through the committee's mind. So with TCU's schedule and their uh, record, even after the loss, you know they're not undefeated, but neither right. is Ohio State um, going into this one and everything. You got to know, okay, they're not undefeated. Um, so there's that one loss compared to Alabama's two, but then you look at strength of schedule for TCU mm-hmm. um, and, you know, everyone's like, oh, okay, Alabama has two losses. And it's like, okay, well, it was a four point total margin on the final plays in two of the top ranked teams in the top 25 uh, on the road. And then you've got mm-hmm. Ohio State 
who gets blown out at home by Michigan, which to be fair, it's Michigan. So, and they are the number two team in the nation. They are a great team, but it's like, okay, so we go to Tennessee and we lose by three on a game winning field goal. That's what it takes to beat out with a beat up Bryce young. That's what it takes to beat Alabama on the road. And then Ohio state is at home against Michigan and they get blown out. Like, I'm not saying Ohio state's a bad team. I think, I don't think that they're a bad team by any means, but I think if you're going to make the whole, the whole, Oh, well the two loss argument. And I'm like, okay, against two top 25 opponents. And you can just, you can go all day. You can run in circles about this. I think I'm, I was surprised that, and again, I don't know how the committee works, but I was surprised that the committee did not want the Michigan Ohio state rematch and the semis I'm surprised that they did not jump Ohio state over TCU because in my opinion, I think Michigan or Georgia is going to beat TCU. So I'm kind of surprised that they didn't just do Georgia TCU and then Michigan, Ohio state. Um, But I think, you know, again, the the arguments have been made so many times uh, and all over Twitter. I've had to been talking about it and there's, a couple that like stick out to me. It's like, okay, if I ask most people on Twitter or sports fans or whatever, if you ask them, Hey, who do you think Alabama would beat in the top four? Pretty much everyone that I have talked to, or I've seen online and everything, everyone thinks that Alabama could beat three of the four teams in the top four. The only one that people are wavering against is Georgia. And so I'm like, okay. So if you think that they could beat three of the four top teams, why are they not one of the top four teams? Like if you think they could beat TCU, despite the fact that they have two losses and TCU only has one, why, like, if you think they could beat them, why would you not put them above them? And that's when like the, the fairness of the playoff really comes into play. It's like, Oh, well, TCU played for a conference championship and they only have one loss. And it's like, okay. In a less competitive conference. Okay. And just, I, I don't know. And then everyone's arguing because it doesn't really matter in the end of the day because now it's it's just a bowl game versus a bowl game. But everyone's arguing, oh, well, why isn't Tennessee ranked to get, uh, above Alabama? Like the head-to-head matchup, why isn't Tennessee ranked above Alabama? And I'm like, okay, I see the argument if Hendon Hooker is healthy. But at this point, Alabama and Tennessee have the same record. And yes, Tennessee did beat Alabama. Again, at right, home first. with yeah. Hendon Hooker, who I believe should be one of the Heisman finalists, despite missing the end of the season due to a torn ACL that he suffered. Um, you know, you at home with Hendon Hooker, right. and it took a last-second field goal to do it. And I and I think this Tennessee football team is a good football team, so I'm not meaning, you know, disrespect in the, oh, it took a last-second field goal to do it, and it took Will Riker missing a field goal to do it and all of that kind of stuff. But I'm like, okay, so you want to argue the head-to-head that Tennessee beat Alabama. Well, the right. head-to-head right now does not have – they're the same – they're the same record and does not have Hendon Hooker. I don't think Alabama loses to Tennessee without Hendon Hooker because if, you know, if Hendon didn't go off and if Jalen Hyatt didn't have the performance that he had against Alabama, I don't know what that game looks like. So if you're talking head to head and who are the top, who are the top teams right now? I think if you've got the same record and you don't have Hendon Hooker, then that Alabama is the better team. 
Like, but again, you know, Tennessee fans and who people who hate Alabama, they'll make the argument that, but again, but Tennessee beat Alabama and it's like, okay, different circumstances. Like they, okay, fine. If the playoff rankings came out the week after Tennessee beat Alabama, then that's a completely different conversation. But this is, you know, weeks later and everything like that. But I have just, I, you could spin yourself silly going around in circles, talking about the playoff predictions. You really could. Oh yeah, they, you, you definitely could. I mean, I don't know. I think I think Alabama still should have maybe maybe have got in, but I mean, it did. I I I think it's tough. <laughs> you know, you know, when, when Alabama wins so so many games, win so many national championships, a, a lot of people in the playoff committee. I'll just be frank. A lot, a lot, a lot of them don't want to see Alabama in. And I mean, it's a winning program. I mean, uh, well, it, 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 let's be honest about it. You go to Alabama, you're going to win the championship, you're going to get drafted pop first round, second round, third round. I mean, a, a lot of kids go there just for that reason. And, and well, some some kids go just for that reason. Some go for education and both. Um, I think that Alabama's a threat. It, it, it's, always been a, it's always been a threat since Coach Seven got there in 2000, what, 2005. And they say, well, eventually when he, when he catches fire on, when, when, when Coach Seven gets to get that program running where it should be, a lot of people are going to want to be against Coach Saban and, and, uh, and the whole uh, University of Alabama. They're, they're, they're probably the most, one of the most winning prestigious colleges at, at this moment um, um, right now. So, I mean, when, when it comes down to a, a lot of people don't want to see Alabama win because that usually they just vote, vote against it. So I'm, I'm not really too surprised about it. Right. But, I mean, it, it's kind of – it's kind of like I don't, don't want to be like biased on this, so I just you know. Well, that's, but this mean, is believe in Bama. That's a, that's our job. I I, I have to be unbiased I, I, for my actual job, but on this, you know, I, can say, I think Alabama should have been in or not. They should have. They should have. I mean, I, I I love. I mean, that, that's my school. You know, I'm always gonna rip the school. Man, I think they should have, they should have had a, at least a shot. I think, especially over over, over TCU. That's yeah. for sure. Well, because that's my thing is, and I could be, I could be proven very wrong in this, but I am just intrigued to see. And, you know, I was impressed with what I saw when I was watching the big 12 championship on Saturday, I was impressed with TCU. What I saw their quarterback uh, has a dog in him. I don't know. In the end of that game, I don't know. He was on life support. That poor man was running for his life, trying to win that ball game. But you know, I just think that it's the whole, again, the fairness of the college football playoff committee and the records and the competing for championships and that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. I fear that TCU is going to be the Cincinnati of last year. And, you know, they put Cincinnati in because it was mm-hmm. fair with the records and everything. And they, they had some good wins and they looked like an impressive team because of the competition they're going up against. And then Cincinnati right. gets into the playoff and to no one's surprise uh, gets demolished by Alabama. And I don't think anyone from Cincinnati, you know, regrets that opportunity to play for it. Um, and I don't think anyone at TCU will regret the opportunity to play in the college football playoff, but I just, I, I wonder if it's just going to be the same scenario. And then, you know, maybe, next year before we get to the 12 team playoff which is a whole sidebar but 
that's when you when you question letting in that two loss team because that's part of it they've never let a two loss team in and someone that i know said that he he believes that alabama should have gotten in and he's not an alabama fan he doesn't even pay that much attention to college football but he was like i think they should um blah 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 and i think that there's no better team to do it than to fall on that sword and put a two loss team in. I don't think there's a better team to do that than Alabama, like, because they will more than likely prove themselves and more than likely impress. Um, And again, just, I I always, a lot of the times I always just circle back and I go back to ratings because I'm in television Mm -hmm. and I, and I pay attention to that kind of stuff sometimes. And I am just shocked that, you know, I think the ratings for Michigan, Ohio state obviously would have been, wild but then what if you've got georgia alabama michigan ohio state in the top four in the playoffs i mean no one's leaving their couch all day everyone is watching those games all day versus you know i don't think the the viewership for that michigan tcu game is necessarily going to be as much as one of the others but it's difficult and you know it's it's hard and i don't again i don't wish to be on that playoff committee because i don't want that job <laughs> i mean not at all i mean they, they lost they lost, they lost to kansas state and overtime it's like i i i say this if when alabama beat kansas state now uh i now when i watch those guys i mean you can you can run the alabama offense is on the powerhouse against that defense now they may they may got a solid pass rushing pass rush i'll give them that but uh, when you put against that offense versus that versus that Kansas State defense, they can run they can run through them through them like toilet paper. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. That mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I'm a, I love sports. I love I love watching player players play and the way they play the game and how physical they are. I can tell by a guy if he's good or not just by the way he plays. Um, uh, and their ball ball instincts. Now watching that, I, I, I'm watching that TCU versus Kansas State. I was like, they kind of soft. They kind of soft. I mean, I mean, teach you a little, little, little bit soft there. You know, you know what I mean? And no, no offense to them, but no offense to them. I mean, I mean, they they still play a solid, solid ball game, I think. Mm-hmm. But like they would, they they shouldn't be there. I I, I still think they shouldn't be there because if Alabama beat Kansas State, that says a lot about TCU. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's everyone's argument with the the head to head matchup with Tennessee. It's like okay, well Tennessee beat Alabama, so they should be above them. It's like okay, well if Alabama beats Kansas State who beat TCU, do you think that Alabama should have been ranked <laughs> ahead of TCU? I, I, I mean, that, that, I mean, is, is there any other, other undefeated team besides, well, well is there any other, other, other like undefeated team besides TCU, uh, even though they lost one game before mm-hmm. that? I mean, they, they should be, if they're undefeated, another team should be in besides them. And everybody, mm-hmm. everybody in the conference playoffs is undefeated. So yeah. so why not make it make it fair? If you got mm-hmm. a loss, though, well, 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 then put the guys that, that that's undefeated in. But I mean, it's not it, like like I said, yeah, like you said earlier, it's about the viewers, the viewers. The end day, it's all it's all about money. In the, the day, that's oh, how yeah. it is. I I, I say it like it is. They can't they can't cancel me now. <laughs> nope, nope, can't can't do it. But it's all it's all a balancing act with the committee. You know, it's enough. It's partially, you know, the matchups and the top four teams and all of that, and then it's the fairness. And then it's, and then it's the viewers and then it's the ratings and that kind of stuff. Um, and so I'm definitely, I, again, I think if TCU had been, had been blown out by Kansas state, 
I think that Ohio State would have jumped to three and Alabama would have jumped up to four. Um, but I think with that Big 12 championship being the close matchup that it was despite TCU falling yeah. in it, um, I think that's that's when they decided that they were still going to stick in the top four. And I think I always wonder, I always wonder with the committee if part of it is like, what I guess maybe kind of you already said this in a sense, like because people hate Alabama, so they don't want to see Alabama in it, but like almost like who like America wants because like everyone that was paying attention to that Big 12 championship is like talking about Max, the TCU quarterback, and they're like, I love this guy. I he I would run through a brick wall for him. He is laying it all out on the line for his team. And he's, you know, he's getting emotional in his post-game press conference uh, just because he's, of course, obviously upset about the fact that they couldn't get the win and that kind of stuff. So it's almost like you you had America, like, cheering for TCU, because mainly because of their quarterback, Max Duggar. And I'm just kind of like, and I mean, I like him too. I was just like, I, again, I was seeing the kid ball out. He was giving in his heart and soul. I was like, give the man some oxygen, like help him. But I wonder, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like he, like TCU had everyone kind of cheering for them, almost like, you know, Cincinnati did last year. But then to your point, it, it, so many people cheer against Alabama. So it's mm -hmm. like I, the committee knew whether TCU got blown out or not. And they squeezed Alabama in the committee knows that if they put Alabama in that playoff, people are going to be pissed off about it. Oh, they were, they were, were going to get backlash from that. Of course, mm -hmm. backlash all day. I mean, I, I agree with you. They were going to get backlash for putting Alabama in there. You know, they should have, but you know, they're going to hear it for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. They, they are, but I guess they don't have to worry about that anymore because Alabama is uh, Playing in the Sugar Bowl, um, still a great accomplishment. I know not what um, this team was hoping for, but, you know, my my news director at my station, he's not the biggest sports fan. So when the rankings come out the other day, he emails me and he's like, hey, uh, you know, Alabama and the Sugar Bowl, is, th is this a big deal for Alabama? Like, does this warrant, like, uh, we have, like, sponsored special coverage and that kind of stuff. Does this warrant special yeah. coverage? And I go... Well, like big deal is, is relative to who you ask because Alabama and Alabama fans are, are used to competing for and playing for national championships and they don't have that opportunity this year. But I said right. to him, I was like, but it's a new year six bowl game. Like they come in as the number five team in the nation. And I know that's not, that's falls short of the Alabama expectation, but I don't right. think that's something, you know, those are now the cards you've been dealt with. And I don't think that's something to to hang your head about being ranked the number five team in the nation and getting to play in a new year's six. You know, I've seen a lot of Alabama fans that have annoyed me this season uh, saying right. that this, this is a bad team and that, you know, they don't, they don't deserve to play in the playoff or whatever. Um, and that they're, they're not good. And I'm like, they're the number five team in the nation. Like, <laughs> you know, it just don't bama haters, man. You know, their job is to hate and pay them to hate. That's, that's their job. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know Bama fans that are saying this though. They're oh, saying, they're man. saying we're a bad team. I go, you have Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr. on your team. And you're saying they are bad. That is a bad take and you know it. 
Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're them the same ones that sit on their couch and, and they're basically tweeting about tweeting about players all players all day, talking about how bad yes. they are. And I mean the same one when, when these guys go out here and win and play on Sunday. I mean play on Saturday. Sorry, mm-hmm. on Saturday, and they be cheering for them. So I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get fans. That's why. That's why. That's why they call fanatics. Yeah, right. fanatics for a reason because they they don't understand exactly. what it takes to play at that level. So a lot of them oh, have, yeah. have even have never even played a sport. You know, and, and that's a, that's a, sometimes I think that, I think that kind of pisses me off when I hear fans talk trash about players. Cause let, cause let me tell you, if that was their kid and that kid oh, was playing, yeah. some some parent heard you say that about their kid, they'd be in a good fight. You know, uh-huh. but they don't understand like, how how much how much of a grind it is to even play football. How hard it is you have to get up at six thirty in the morning to go to to go get to go get treatment in the morning times to go. To go to go to go to class and, and be a student and actually play football and have and maintain a whole balance life. So many people, people fans saying all that like, dude, you don't know what it takes to, to, be, to be a Alabama football player, to be mm-hmm. a student athlete. They don't understand it. It's, it, 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 it. it's like it's like it's like it's like they don't understand like grasp the concept of being an athlete. It's Why hard. I want to say maybe some of them do, maybe some of them do, but I, yeah, I'm right there with you. I know we've talked about this on more than one occasion, you know, just this season, uh, because, mm-hmm. um, it, it happens all season long, you know, uh, they, they're making some mistakes that maybe they don't normally make and on defense, let's give an example. And all of a sudden, you know, the Bama dynasty is over and we're terrible. And I'm like, y'all need to relax. Like, it's like, y'all mm-hmm. need to go. Cause again, and I, I, pride myself in not being one of these people but especially I know I know not of it not all of it is young people I know some of it is some of the older fans as well but I'm like the kids who are either in college right now or who were in college when I was there y'all are spoiled like y'all are spoiled and y'all are used to because of the incredible talent on our football team Y'all are used to us winning national championships SEC championships undefeated seasons y'all are used to that every year so one season we finish as the number five team in the nation in the college football playoff rankings playing in a new year six bowl game and y'all are pissed off about it like i need y'all to go talk like i have friends i have good friends who are syracuse football fans y'all gotta go talk to them like y'all gotta go talk to the people who you know their teams aren't bowl eligible y'all gotta go talk to the mizzou fans okay like It's like, I promise you, you will be okay. <laughs> like, because right. and we say it time and time again, you know, these guys, they put in so much effort and so much work. Do you think that Bryce Young doesn't want to play for a national championship this year? Like, do you, do you think that anyone on that team is, is happy about the fact that they fell short of their expectations to play for a national championship. No, like no. if anyone is the most pissed off about it, it is Nicholas Lou Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Like those are the people that are the most pissed off about it. So it's like for y'all to be like, Oh, we're a bad team. Like whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't make sense. Do it. I could go, the math ain't mathin'. I could go, I could go blue in the face talking about it. I'm just like, that is a, that is a terrible, terrible take. I'm like, to say that this is a, a bad team. Like, oh my God. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, if you look at it different, the only difference between the scores and what Alabama had lost, it's only like a point or three points. I mean, I mean, that was was really it. They ain't get blown. They ain't ever got blown out. Yeah, four points difference between 
nine and two and an undefeated season. Yeah, or regular I mean, that's season, a, that's, excuse me. That's a great that's a, that's a great season. I mean, they get to go play in a bowl game and still mm-hmm. they're still playing in a in a high at a high level game right now. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this team this team they got they they're gonna play eventually, future reference. Um they're 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 good they're a good a good solid ball club. Uh, I I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. But I mean and, and, and you know, it's like I, I I don't know. I, I I just don't understand how people don't understand how, how hard it is how hard it is for these guys to go ahead and perform at a high level, knowing they have the pressure on them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of that's kind of what I have I have to say about that. But. I'm with you. We've talked about it before. You know, you've got oh I don't know his birthday. Can Bryce Young legally drink? I don't think so. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. I feel like he's twenty. I'm checking. Is, I feel is, like is, he's twenty. I don't uh, think so. I feel like he's not. Maybe a little older. Oh, man. 21 years old. And six oh, yeah, you know. According to right. Well, he, he, he may drink. He may, okay, he may fine. not drink. I don't so, know. Okay, he was, he? this is a man. He This was a boy that was born in 2001. Good Lord. You have a boy. You have a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback born in 2001. And y'all want to rag on his team. That, I... Lord. We do not deal with that, but we, yeah, we say all the time, you know, again, not only do they put in so much, so much effort and so much hard work that most of us cannot even fathom, but you've got, you've got a bunch of kids out on the field, you know, you've got yeah, a, bunch of, a bunch of young men, a bunch of young men that are a fresh out of high school, or they've been playing college ball for a couple years and people want to, you know, act like they are all high and mighty, but yeah. That's okay. You know, we're, we are not those people. And that's, that's what matters. <laughs> right. <laughs> that yeah, is well, what matters. Well, we just care about, care about, care about the players. It's all that matters. It's all about the players. As you can say, we Very support them. So. Win, lose, draw. It's all about, it's, it's all about being, being a team player. And that's what it comes down to. And, and, and that's how being, being a fan, fan of the team. So mm-hmm. we support that, that good habits. And when, when they do good, so when they do bad, and that, that's kind of being a fan. You, you got to support through the hard times too. When a good time, absolutely, so you're gonna be ten times happy. You're talking to an Atlanta sports fan, so trust when I say I understand that. Trust, <laughs> like you got to stick with your team. You got to stay a fan. And I said, you know, I said to some of my friends who were talking about it, I go, and this this is me looking at it like selfishly. I say to them, I go, y'all realize that my job is impacted by the performance of Alabama football, correct? Like the success of Alabama or Auburn football determines what I get to do for my job. So I'm pretty sure if I'm going to be okay, y'all are going to be okay too. I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, cause I want to cover the national championship of course, but you know what? That's okay because I've done that and I'm sure I'll get to do it again. And I get to cover the Sugar Bowl this year, which I'm very excited oh, about. Okay. I have never I have never covered the Sugar Bowl. I've been to New Orleans for uh my senior year, our semifinal game was the game right. in New Orleans uh against Clemson. And I've been to New Orleans before. But you know what? I am gonna get to spend New Year's Eve uh covering Alabama football, something that is a dream of mine and uh, covering them in the Sugar Bowl, so I'm excited about it, and I get to be in New Orleans for New Year's Eve, right. so that in itself is reason to celebrate. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, "Y'all are gonna be fine. I promise you." Like looking at it from the person who literally works alongside Alabama football for her job, 
we're all gonna be fine, okay? We're all of gonna course. be okay. Yeah, that's a that's a real how hard to do that, you know. Enough uh, opportunity, you know. A lot of people don't get that opportunity to do, to do what you do. So I mean, you got you have a lot of a lot, a lot of people looking up to you right now. So I'm excited. I'm excited to to get to cover the Sugar Bowl to get to experience that against. Uh, a Kansas state team who won a big 12 championship should be fun. Should be a good time on new year's Eve. Of course, um, a new year's six bowl game. As we know, uh, DJ and I are going to, we're going to get into Kansas state and all that a little bit later because we don't want to cram all this into one. Uh, but we are of course going to talk about the Kansas state matchup, um, ahead of the sugar bowl, but that is mm-hmm. new year's Eve in new orleans an 11 a.m kick um which all of all the people i know very excited about because we'll get our work done for the day and actually be able to celebrate new year's eve (laughs) we'll get our work done early very excited about it so we are gonna call it a wrap i think for this believe in bama episode dive into kansas state and what we expect from that matchup in our next one um but for now just of course a big roll tide and just remember that the the young men on this team they are they are trying hard and they are playing hard and i think we will we'll leave you with that am i right yeah, you're right about that roll tide roll and, tide uh, they don't it's gonna be a, a great game i said uh wish you guys well okay i can't wait to see them play well other than everybody roll tide have a great day roll tide <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.